welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to eat. I'm Tanika, and today we are talking Love is Blind. So, for this particular episode, because there wasn't a whole lot of drama with episode 9, we've combined episode 8 and episode 9 into one episode. So, Sharon is going to be a part of all of that. So, we'll get into that shortly. But there is a couple of things that I do want to discuss on the top of the episode before we bend to it. So, and this was posted to our Facebook, um, but I will go through this all now. So the first thing, B90, um, part two of the tall. I have recorded this. It is ready to be edited and put out there to everybody, but... I do want to focus on the things that are more current. We're on a new season now of OG, which again, I'm very excited to talk about because whoo boy, but I also still want to put my thoughts out there with the tell-all part two. So, um, that'll probably be something that will be done after other things have been done. So with that in mind, I'm going to focus on the things that are current and eventually get the B90 thing out to you as well. So you might get that um, either the following day from this or a couple of days from when you're getting this. Um, But again, I want to focus on the current things that is happening right now with reality TV. So segueing into the next thing, the other way and the last resort. So I did want to do the last week's episodes for those two, but I've decided that I'm going to skip a full recap for both of those last week episodes and focus on the current um, this week's episodes and talk about very briefly some of the things that happened in the previous episode. Um, but I keep it very brief because this is also going to help with getting ahead, um, trying to say someone on top of things, because we are going to be getting new shows very soon, so I want to try and stay on top of everything. We're getting so much content right now, so this is a way to kind of not go backwards, stay current as much as possible. This is something that could happen again um, in the future, but I'm hoping we won't have to that's where we're at right now with those things. So hopefully you'll get those soon as well. Um, another note, go on Bachelor, VIP. Those things will be coming, but again, that might be right as the new shows are going to be airing, maybe even the day after. Um, just in terms of the content, but I'm hoping I get that out to you um, last week's episodes to you, well, Thursday's episodes to you soon. And I think that's it. Major things um, with those episodes. Um, But also, when it comes to the memes, I'm still going to talk maybe very briefly with some of the memes, but I think going forward, I still want to share those out to everybody, but I'm going to stick to doing them on the socials only for the most part and only talk about really highlighted ones that I really think are funny, but I'm going to limit them as much as possible. So those are things that you'll get prior to the shows coming out, maybe, you know, towards the middle of the week aiming for, for those. So you may actually already see them by the time this is coming out, but that's kind of the update there. And um I think that's it for announcements at this point. Um there's some new things going on Hawkoss um where Hawkoss is concerned, but I'm going to keep that to the um the 90 day episodes. So we'll talk about those things there. But other than that, I think that is it. So now we will 
stop all of this and jump into the Love is Blind episode right now. Today we're talking Love is Blind, and of course, I have Sharon with me. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> so we're actually going to discuss both episode eight and nine, because not much happened in episode nine. All the fun stuff happened in episode eight, so we'll just jump right into it. So episode eight, Love is a Battlefield. I'm not going to sing, guys, I promise. But I immediately thought that amazing song. I love it. Anyway, so Uche, we're with Uche and he's talking to Milton and he tells him, listen, I just need to be honest. I didn't tell you a single thing about my relationship with Lydia while we were in the pods. But on the other side of things, she was telling Aaliyah everything, telling her the car I drove, about my dog, all the stuff about me. And I wasn't doing that with you. So I, you know, needed to be honest. And he um, starts telling him how she was being dishonest. And then all of a sudden she comes and is actually like telling Milton, let's go. Like she's trying to pull him away from Uche, which I didn't fucking like. And like let them man, because they literally, it's one thing if he didn't want to talk to Uche, but he did. And he's like, no, let me, let me talk to him. Give me five minutes. It's like, no, Milton, now. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. This man is allowed to have his say in who he speaks to. And you like literally pulling him aside because why you're trying to control him from talking to Uche. Then that just goes to show that everything Uche was saying is true. Everything he was saying is true. Come on now. Yeah, I agree. So, um, he's basically does say like he will come back and try to talk to Uche, but we'll, we'll see. Um, so Uche does say, I guess, once he kind of walks off, that if Milton says yes to Lydia, it will be the biggest mistake he ever makes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Ouch. Okay, so Uche does go to the rest of the group and he's telling them that, you know, she knew that I was going to be on the show. Um, and that's why she herself applied to be on the show. And she, he says, like, her goal was for them to maybe either be together or sabotage any relationship that he tried to form. And he said, and she succeeded. She sabotaged my connection with Aaliyah. And so, this is when shit kind of hits the fan a little bit. So, Johnny is shocked by everything that she's hearing, and she's visibly shocked by what Uche is saying. And I guess she's kind of like this looking around the group, but not really necessarily focusing on one person in particular. And then Stacy, all of a sudden, is like, is something wrong with your face? Says it more than once is something wrong with your face yeah and johnny's you can, like you can tell now people are intoxicated <laughs> oh for sure it was pretty yeah. evident especially when like you know izzy and stacy leave oh yeah oh, oh don't have conversations when you're drunk people like don't do it but nonetheless she's saying something wrong with your face and johnny's like what? No, I'm just shocked by what he is saying. Like, she's like, but you're looking at me. And she's like, the fuck? She's like, I wasn't looking at you. I'm just looking. <laughs> and in my, I don't care if you're drunk, Stacey, but that's fucking rude. Because Uche's talking about his experience at this moment, and you're pretty much interrupting him to dig in with Johnny. That's yeah. bullshit. That was fucking rude of you. And so random. And, and so, so not necessary. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me, can I finish? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the one time that I want his attitude to come out. Because he's like, excuse me, can I finish what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Can I finish <laughs> what I'm saying at this moment? Like, why are you I swear, I swear after that, 
everything just went downhill though oh it's like, so downhill so fast like it's ridiculous basically he's kind of like saying to them like obviously i was not on that side of, of the quarters from what i'm understanding she's saying all of these things to Aaliyah, and stacy kind of pipes in and says i didn't see that happening she's like when you and her got in your argument about cheating situation she cried to lydia and lydia was comforting her and she's your ex comforting this woman no 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 you've missed the, you've missed it all stacy because yeah that's not yes that's, she did come in crying but she didn't run to lydia lydia mm-hmm. ran to her from my memory and and she wasn't comforting her no like, she was like oh like don't worry but like the things she was saying i'm like girl like no contacts and you're saying f this man like what oh the, but there was contacts that's the thing yeah this is a viewer didn't realize that there was yeah. contacts mm-hmm. and that's the thing is stacy's not reading between the lines here you can't turn around and say oh she was comforting her we just found out or the group didn't know this but just found out that lydia and Uche were hiding the secret. Leah finds out she's friends with Lydia and everything should kind of come together. I guess I have to be, you have to be sober to figure that out because as soon as I found out that these two were together and you replay the conversations in your mind between Lydia and Aaliyah, I'm like, oh shit. Like that's not no longer genuine. Yeah. It feels gross. And Stacy's completely missing the point. And Johnny, who knew, is reading between the lines and says, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. I'll I'll give it to Johnny. Like uh, yeah, hundred percent. You know, she she was fu- she from this moment to the end of the episode or the end of the hangout mm-hmm. hangout. Even though I don't like her don't like her nope. <laughs> i still had to like i'm like okay you know what she's the only one who's making sense only one today. making sense yeah she, she regained her lawyer card because she was the only one making yeah sense um, mm-hmm. her and and uj honestly were the only ones who were actually making sense yeah no one else is making sense right now no and uh, anyway so then Miriam. So now, if we remember Miriam, Miriam was the one who may or may not be living in the Middle East, but she moved to Texas, and I don't even know. Yeah. know she's also from Ontario, I think, or from Canada somewhere. Like I don't. My girl has no clue what's happening around her. But yes, <laughs> yeah, that conversation happened with Uche. Mm-hmm. You remember? So. She starts piping in, I guess, defending Lydia because they're friends. Mm-hmm. And Uche is like, no, no, no. D- stop it. Like, he's like, don't, I don't want to hear it kind of situation here. And she's like, oh, like, don't talk <laughs> like that. Like, they all get up and start defending. Yeah. And like, don't talk to her like that. She's allowed to have her opinion. And I'm like, okay, but everything else that he then follows with, he's right. He's like, she doesn't even know where the fuck she lives. And she wants to come and tell me something. He's like, where do you live? Middle East? Houston? Where do you live? Like, he's like, and she's like, I live in both places. That is not what you said in the pods. I'm so confused. Yeah. And he, I honestly, it might sound petty, but it's like, I'm not going to take advice from a person who can't keep it like 100 in terms of where they live. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like one of the easiest things to answer. And you're completely all over the place as to where exactly you live. And he also then goes on to say, and I agreed with him here too, and I'll explain why. He says, you're just on here to promote your business. Mm-hmm. You're not on here to find love. Yeah. And he is 100% correct because I saw a TikTok that Ava actually sent me 
with her promoting her product. Mm-hmm. This is the whole reason she was on the show. Otherwise, I don't know like what else she's trying to do here. So I'm like, I mean, if that's the know. case, like she kind of failed because like hundred percent, you're barely on it. <laughs> yeah, the goal is to find love so you can try to stay on here longer. Yeah, so that you can promote. Because listen, I don't, I don't come at people who do the damn thing, and you know, use this platform to grow something. We've mm-hmm. seen it again using any day because a lot of them do that. Yeah. yeah, they have like their cameos or their OnlyFans, and mm-hmm. you have like. A couple on there, um, Avery and Omar, for those who watched 90 Day Fiance, mm. she full fledged went into her Etsy stuff mm. and it worked for them to some yeah. extent. I'm not sure how, like, they kind of fell off. They did the one season, that's it. Um, but she used her platform and she did that. Mm-hmm. So I don't I have an issue with that. Yeah. But when you're all over the place, <laughs> and you clearly didn't come here with the goal of actually finding love. You probably just came here to promote it. I don't like it. It's not yeah. genuine. I don't want to see it. No, I agree. And honestly, like the same way how um, when the whole conversation or the the Uche and Aaliyah argument that happened and then the girls were trying to console her. Like, I think I mentioned that too. The way the girls like circulated and huddled around Leah and then just like started bashing and like zero contacts was throwing mm-hmm. BS in the air. Like it was mm-hmm. so annoying. And but then again, I feel like, like that's a- something women just do, which is why yeah, no, you have to be so careful. And I've learned this. You have to be so careful as to what you say. Yeah. Because it's one thing if you can, it's like, obviously I've talked to you about things that have happened mm-hmm. in my relationship, good or bad. Yeah. But I know like, you're gonna, you know, give the advice and hear me mm-hmm. out, but then not also judge if I, you know, keep yeah. continuing on in mm-hmm. the relationship. And that's you have to pick and choose who you can do those things with. Mm-hmm. But those people who just jump and say, "Oh, he's an asshole," yeah, those are not the ones that you should be talking to. No, because you give they- sound advice. You know, like you mm-hmm. don't just like, and like it's just like you didn't really have. I mean, it makes sense for Lydia now, but like you didn't, no one really had enough information. They just like heard like a little bit and mm. they like went miles. Like they ran miles with that little information they got, you yeah. know? And then I think it's like the same thing they're doing in this episode where like they're now they're all talking like on top of one another, saying like all saying different things. And then like, you know, and then it's just like, yo, like who the, like, so many people are talking like one at a time and then obviously that's when freaking what's her name the scientist got um offended mariah oh wait what am i saying that's an artist who's the one that got offended and like all the middle east and houston one what's her name uh, again miriam miriam i called her Mar- mariah the scientist but that's an <laughs> artist but i mean same to same um they're both scientists in a in an interesting way mm. um but anyways yeah it was just unknowing um and i don't know i found that that whole scene was just brutal to watch because first for like for some reason to you like i just didn't like like even though like uchi was like right and i was like actually like funny he was calling everyone out it was also like i didn't like that I I felt maybe I just felt it was like way too confrontational than it should have been, and like um too you could tell like Uche was like like really riding on emotions like his emotions were taking over mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know I I didn't like it. I was like ooh like you know you're kind of being mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. To be expected. Uche, honestly, and like that's why, like they, like when he walks off, they say, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's a narcissist. He's angry." Yeah. So they clocked him. So one hundred percent, all of those things are correct. And he didn't have to go in on Miriam like that. Like it wasn't necessary. It was funny, but it wasn't necessary. 
Yeah. But to kind of end off that little section, Johnny does say, I believe Lydia knew. I mm-hmm. believe she knew. And um and she is talking to him. Yeah. I mean Yes. And I could I could yeah. And like for a while I couldn't really understand what her like reasoning was to go on the show. Like was she entirely writing and hoping that they could like restart their love? But then now I could see her just being so upset at the way things went down that she'd want to like ruin his chances. Mm-hmm. And then she'd be like, but if I find it, I find it. Mm-hmm. I think her main goal was to ruin UJ's chances. I don't think her main goal was to find anybody. She did. But now I also not 100% sure if I, I don't know if her, her the relationship with Uj, um, Milton is um, genuine. I'm not sure. I do worry about that. I do because... think they're like completely like I'm seeing the opposites and the opposites are actually really loud. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just something you could like like work together through or something that like you could talk about later or something that's not going to impact your future. Like their opposites are going to impact their future. Yeah, and they are total opposites because, yes, Melton is very analytical in his thinking um, and approaches things yes. very differently. And I, I know that the main bone of contention that we're seeing between them later on is the reactions to things. She's more emotional in her reactions. He's more, you know, calm and analytical in his and he wants her to be more like that which number one take it or leave it you can't expect her to change for you because mm-hmm. you're uncomfortable in certain situations this is who she is you've picked yeah. her if you don't want mm-hmm. to be if you don't want that then don't be with her yeah but on the and no one's going to change within like four weeks mm-hmm. like that that what he's asking of her is going to take a really long time mm-hmm. exactly and he brings up the fact of you know, I want my children to understand that things are not going to be great. So we're kind of going ahead here, but he, he kind of says that. And he has, he kind of wants her to be on the same page with that. But it's like, but you are two different people. Mm-hmm. And your children are going to be smart enough as time goes on to pick and choose the parts of their parents that they want to have or not have. So you have to let your children kind of come to those conclusions on their own. Yeah. And expecting her to change because of it is not realistic. No. And honestly, I've seen that type of parent dynamic before. Mm-hmm. And it causes a lot of unnecessarily unnecessary rifts in the family mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not good in the long run. No, and that's the thing is, if, and as as again going ahead here, but when I think it was a sister kind of asks about like whether or not you guys are having those conversations and the parenting styles and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they hadn't. What are you guys talking about then? Because that's important. Those are important things to talk about before you get married and have children. Yeah, that's important. And you haven't yeah. had those conversations. And it's not until after she's brought that up that you mm-hmm. start having those conversations. Yeah. So here again is your age showing. Why does your sister have to tell you this? Mm-hmm. If you are going to be a big man and get married to somebody, you mm-hmm. should know you should have these conversations without being told. Yeah. But also, like, why hasn't Lydia, like, you know, like, you're acting like you're healed, you're matured maybe, and all that stuff. Maybe Lydia. And I do wonder this. Like she mm-hmm. does talk this big game. If she wants to marry him, she's going. She's, she's gonna say yes. But mm-hmm. what if Lydia actually isn't gonna say yes and doesn't have to have these conversations with him? Maybe that's a tinfoil hat theory on my part. But I just <laughs> feel like maybe she's like not having these conversations with him because she has no intentions of staying with him to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. you know throwing it out there. But um. Yeah, so we'll come back to 
to this now to the current stuff anyway so yeah that's done O'Shea's walked away so now he's talking with Milton and you know they're trying to continue that conversation and he talks about you know the um the screenshots and the from the Instagram and the stalking of the home and all of that um and he says I don't I'm not trying to ruin your relationship with her. I'm just trying to have you be informed on things, which I mean could ruin the relationship, sir. But anyway, um, and he tells Milton what she had said before the pots had opened about, I think I'm going to find somebody here that I already know, right? He said that conversation happened before the pots even opened. So she already had a preconceived notion that somebody, me, was here before. So how would she have had that thought in her mind when she hadn't talked to me yet? So he does tell him that. And um, Milton says, you know, everyone has their perception and you're both grown. Then Milton says that... um, you know, something about this X, Y, Z perception. So like Lydia has an X perception and Milton has a Y perception and he has a Z perception. I was like, the fuck you say? I'm so confused. (laughs) But anyway, he's basically just in a nutshell trying to say that everyone has their own perception. Doesn't mean one perception is wrong or correct or whatever. It's just, you have your own perception. Um, Very analytical way of 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 thinking on his part and it's like oof okay um that's yeah i don't i don't again i did say that i'm not sure how milton was going to handle this conversation with uj i do think generally speaking he handled it okay mm-hmm. but also at the same time i feel like he didn't i don't know it's this weird thing of yeah I don't know where you stand, I guess is where I'm trying to get at. Like, not to say that you need to tell Uche where you stand. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but you could at least tell the viewers or Lydia where you stand. And I don't feel like he did at any point, not with us as the viewer, not with Lydia. There was never a moment where I felt, so where do you stand on everything that you're hearing? We don't right. find out really where he stands <laughs> until the next episode when he is kind of telling Lydia, you're too mm-hmm. fucking emotional. That's yeah. That's the but, only glimpse into it. Yeah. The only glimpse we do get is just him saying like how she handled it, but not necessarily the context of mm-hmm. the conversation. And I honestly, I think, I think he's a type of guy who, um, gets a gets a problem in front of him and he deals with it and once it's dealt with it's like done it's packed away mm-hmm. and i think this to him he's kind of dealt with it earlier on so he's kind of just like i'm gonna hear you out and i'm gonna like you could say what you want to say but like i've already come to terms with the fact that you guys have a history it wasn't a good history but that's you two and i'm so far away from the this particular uh storyline that the two of you guys are still still want to be in you know that's where his like a b x y z thing comes in um but i do think technically milton like you're still part of it whether or not you want to be or not like it's it's just a matter of has Uche says like yes it's the past but how much of this past is going to dictate the future and that was perfect because I think Milton isn't quite understanding that this could happen to him Mm -hmm. he thinks that it wouldn't but again and I tend to quote Dr. Phil on this podcast sometimes and I know he's controversial, but I don't care. Because some of the things he says is correct. Mm-hmm. Your revel- re- relevant past behavior reflects on your future behavior, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, so this is 
relevant past behavior that we're discussing between Uche and Lydia. So why does he think that this couldn't happen to him? Mm-hmm. I would be winning. Yeah, it's like what you know, you know, those people who are like, "Oh, I'm different. He's not going to cheat on me." And it's like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Right. I mean, I do think you know, you can change and you can grow up. Yeah. But I, I something like this, especially because he hasn't even talked to her about whether or not is any of this correct, any of this mm-hmm. from what we've seen, anyways. You never seen a conversation with her. Yeah. Why haven't you had a conversation with her mm-hmm. to at least get a feel of whether or not any of this that he's saying is right? He yeah. hasn't had that. And I don't know why, because I would be. I need to be sure that I'm going to be safe with you. And from what Uche is saying to us, you might not be. Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't, I don't think know. he realizes, I don't think Milton realizes there's like a really long checklist of things that you may not think is relevant, but is relevant to kind of discuss or um, be aware of before a marriage because it's going to impact the marriage and people get really comfortable when they're under that like marriage contract, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I hope Milton realizes like there's going to be a shift and are you prepared for what that shift brings? I don't know if he is. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, again, going ahead here a little bit, when we meet his family mm-hmm. and they ask him, I think again, his sister asked, or maybe it was his mom, asked him, are you ready for this? And he says, I think I am. That's not, that's not an answer. Yeah. Telling me that you think you are or, or you don't know whatever term he used. It was just like, what? That's not it. I feel, again, very similar to, um, again, I know you don't watch 90 Day, but maybe the listeners do. So <laughs> when um, we see like Brandon and Mary, two children, they're only a year younger than, than Milton, two children, mind you, trauma with the two of them. But there's two children trying to play house with each other. And I feel the same way about Milton. I feel like this is somebody who thinks he's ready, but he's not. And I've been saying that. I don't feel like this man is by any means ready. Now, who am I to talk? Because I also got married at 24, almost 25 years old. But if I would go back, I would and say, don't fucking do it because you're really not ready yet. Yeah. I would have said to myself, not to say that I wasn't in love with my ex. I was, but we were not ready. So, yeah. It's, and he was the same age as Milton when we got married. That man was not ready to be to be a husband. I stand by that. And I don't think Milton is ready to be a husband either. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need the age. Because your brain doesn't even start, stop developing until you're 25. Your brain is still developing. Yeah. You're not done yet. I could understand his need to like start that next milestone. But what's the rush for 24? I think it's because maybe it's like just his like work dynamic. It's like he he's never going to really necessarily have the time to like look and search. Maybe. And maybe. like go on these like on and off dates and like not know people's intentions. Like it's like this experiment, like every, well, you would hope and the purpose is that everyone there wants to get married. Um, and then, so then that little, are you sure that they even want this? It's like kind of ish off the table. And then you just focus on like your connection and your growth. But clearly like that, that part of the experiment has changed and shifted throughout these seasons. Um, but yeah, I could see his intentions and I could see maybe why is because like his work is just too demanding and he doesn't really have the time to date and then he doesn't want to date for fun. He really wants to be committed. But homie, this is, this is just not it. But I also he, feel he like find it. His, he's in the beginning stages of his job. Mm-hmm. Every job has its beginning stages, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or your, 
your dream job. You have these stages that you need to go through. Mm-hmm. And you're through a stage right now, but that doesn't mean that it's going to continue that way. Yeah. Eventually, you maybe don't have to be on, on call for certain jobs. Maybe you'll be kind of like a, you know, seniority type situation. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to that point when you're, you know, three, four years down the road. Then would allow you time to date and, and find somebody. Why now? I feel like it goes even deeper than the ease of things with his job. He just wants to be like taken care of. Mm, yeah, that's, that, that, that's a good point. Oh my God, you're onto something. Because remember his mother says later on that I told him that you're too tall to lean on me. That you need to, you're, you're a big boy now. You're a man. You kind of have to figure things out for yourself and take care of yourself. Yeah. Oh my God. He's trying to find someone to replace his mom. And he's found Lydia, who is also older than him. Oh my God. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Then Chris and Izzy, they're talking. And Izzy says to him, listen, I never told her she was a piece of shit. Which is true. Yeah. He never said that. Yeah. But then he says that's a red flag. No, mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> it's not a red flag. It's just how she felt. Jeez. Anyway. Izzy tells Chris that Johnny told him that she loved him about four times in the pod, but he himself never said it back to her. Did she say that? I don't honestly, has you saying that? I don't I don't recall. I'm like, I yes. don't recall her saying it. And she even says I never told him that. Yeah. So I'm actually but then wondering. He said, roll the clips, honey. So he has to be confident. Or not. Nah. Because the clips will be rolled. Oh, they will be rolled. That's true. They will be rolled. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if she said it, what difference does it make, really? She's not with you. Yeah. You're with Stacy. She's with Chris. Like, I'm just trying to understand what his motive is. I think it's like, it. um, I think it's just like a, a ego thing where he just wants to make sure that he's made the right decision. And so mm-hmm. any opportunity he gets to kind of, kind of rationalize not choosing Johnny, he does it and be like, and you know, and that's why I dodged a bullet. You exactly. Know, it's, it's definitely coming across like that. Yeah. And then Stacy comes and sits down. Why? Yeah. This was kind of like she just say like, "Why oh, didn't I start being walking into something?" Well, then leave. Yeah. And she <laughs> like, did it. And she didn't. And then Johnny comes. And then this is when the shit hits the fan. In this mm. conversation. Okay, so Stacy tells Johnny that she was full of shit. Oof. And then Johnny um tell so sorry, Stacy I think tells Johnny that she, yeah, she was full of shit. So then Johnny tells Stacy um that she was being deceitful. Well, how I don't when she said that I'm like, how was she being deceitful? Mm-hmm. I don't I didn't quite understand that. Yeah. Um because that she didn't say that she was talking with Izzy. I don't think she needed to tell you that. She didn't yeah. need to tell you that. I think, if anything, it was better that she didn't tell you that. Yeah. I think they also do that. Yeah. So literally, literally, like, it's totally fine to, like, freaking create your boundaries. <laughs> Understanding your emotional capabilities. And Stacy said, like, I... It's such an emotional roller coaster in those pods. Like I'm not going to uh put myself Add to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like duh. And it makes sense. 100% makes sense. Yeah. And um she also then continued on to tell Johnny that um she's a shitty person. Um, because like she cried for her when she knew that she was gonna be broken up with, but then she, like Johnny was talking shit. Okay, but Johnny was obviously upset because mm-hmm. she was in all in with Izzy, and he clearly wasn't all in with her. Yeah, and he could tell that just based on his actions mm-hmm. and how his, like, his body was responding. Instead of just having her end things with Chris, 
Yushi could have just upright said, you know what? I don't know if I'm all in on you yet. So don't close your options off yet. Let's let's wait a second. Yeah, but I don't he think she did that. that she was I don't think he knew that she was gonna close it off like the next day. No, no, no. She did. She he, he did because she told him, I'm going to end it with my second. And then she confirmed that she did. Oh. I'm pretty sure she told him, I'm gonna mm-hmm. end it. She never said who it was, but she said that I'm gonna end it with my second. Oh, I, I because thought. he knew who her second mm-hmm. was. Because mm-hmm. when she says to him, I ended it, he says, Yeah, no, I heard. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, she he knew. Mm-hmm. He just decided then because then he ends up ending it with her. Mm-hmm. Like the, the next day. Yeah, that's not so shitty. You clearly knew you didn't want it to be with her. Mm-hmm. But why can't you just tell her that? If anything, the person who was deceitful in all this was Izzy. Yeah. And he, he's the shitty person, honestly, mm-hmm. if you want to go from that perspective. Yeah. I, so, anyway. Okay, so then we kind of start mincing words on whether Izzy broke up with Johnny. Okay, okay, here we go. So, Izzy was like, I didn't break up with her. We weren't together. So, then a breakup. Yes, it yes. is. It was a breakup. You broke it I was off. just like way too particular. Like, you know what Johnny was trying to say. Exactly. Like, and I loved that Stacy later on says it was a breakup. Yeah. Because he makes, he puts his foot in his mouth and says, she was just a pod chick. And Stacy's mm-hmm. like, but so was I. Yeah. I was also a pod chick. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand your reasoning for that. Yeah. So I loved that she told him that's ridiculous that is absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. and of all the seasons we've watched never once until now have we had someone say it wasn't a breakup we weren't together yeah. that kind of goes to show that you weren't taking any of this seriously because mm-hmm. it was a breakup you okay it was you broke it off if you want to use the uh, terminology but you broke something off you created a connection with somebody and you broke it off. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that. But um, obviously, Johnny's like, the fuck? Yeah. Um, she was like, she's already going through a lot. And then he's like, it's not a breakup. And she's like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I can't find the right words. Like, what would you call it then? Exactly. Um, But then, you know, they um, part ways at this point. And I think it was Stacy who says, like, she's sketchy. Um, and, um, yeah, anyways, anyway, she's sketchy and all that shit. And one of them actually defends her and says, you know, she is my friend and I don't think she's sketchy. And she says she's, she's a bitch. Okay. You don't have to like her and Johnny doesn't have to like you, Mm -hmm. but if we're going to base the fact that she is sketchy or she's full of shit or any of those things on a reaction to to her heart being broken by Izzy, then we all need to reevaluate ourselves. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, but I also agree with the idea of like, you know, okay, yeah, you're heartbroken, but that doesn't mean now, like, now that you're heartbroken, go bash, like, Stacy being chosen. Being like, oh, that's gonna be, you know, like, she's not a good fit for you or like that's not gonna work like i like, i also think she's right though based on everything that we're seeing everything not that johnny work? has 100 percent, they're not gonna work they're not the same person they're not order they're not the same people in the sense of um she in the end of the day is kind of has these high expectations of her person because she herself has lived a life of luxury up until this point and he has it yeah and she expects that of him mm-hmm. and i don't think that's realistic with the mm-hmm. person she's chosen yeah and i don't think they're going to work and then everything else that johnny has said about the credit oh yeah that's yeah. come to that's fruition 100 but so. it's just like leaves i just think like leave stacy out of it like if you're gonna bash someone like bash izzy yeah, that, and that's fair. That's 100% fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, unfortunately, a lot of women tend to yeah. 
bash the woman instead of the man. Yeah, the other woman. That's easier. Yeah. The only time you should be bashing the other woman is if she readily knew. And this case is not the case because this is this is a whole different situation. But if the woman readily knew that you were you're the woman and she still continued with your man, then that's when you can bash her. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can't bash her. So anyway. So Milton and Lydia, they're talking, and she says that um they have friends in common. Okay, Lydia, if you have friends in common, then why are these women going to him and saying, this girl is like looking at my stories? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. No. So again, try again. Yeah. Try again. Um, and then Milton says, who gives a shit about any of this? But now we're just shoving things under the rug and that's not going to work out either. Okay, if that works for you. Um, so um, they actually do have somewhere to go. Who knew? Because <laughs> he actually says we have to be somewhere in like 10 minutes. So, or we have like a dinner to go to or whatever. So let's mm-hmm. go. So I'm like, oh, so it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like you stayed here a lot longer than 10 minutes. But anyway. So now we're with Izzy and Stacy and they're back in the apartment. So we've already talked a little bit about this, but. Um, they're still talking shit about Johnny. And he actually says, like, I don't think Chris should be with her. That is not up to you. So mm-hmm. let it go. And Stacy actually says, But why do you care? Yeah. Who he's with. Even if yeah. it's Johnny, like, why do you care? Mm-hmm. And she's right. She's like, Is it about Johnny? Or is it like, what is it about? And he's like, It's not about her. I don't believe him. But he's like, It's not about her. And He's like, he's my friend. I was looking out for him. And she's like, but why? He's made it clear that he wants to be with her. So why are you putting your energy into this? It's yeah. not up to you. Yeah. And I 100% agree with her. You're putting your energy into the wrong thing. Who gives a shit if mm-hmm. Chris is with Johnny? Yeah. Who cares? It's like you're doing too much now. Yeah. If there's something to be discovered. Chris will discover it. Otherwise, yeah. leave it alone. Especially because they're not getting married in four weeks. Like, they no, are they're dating. dating. Yeah. They're dating. So who cares? Yeah. So yeah, I've mentioned before, he was drunk. Like, you could mm. visibly see he's like, he's gone. Yeah. And she says that she basically wants to feel like she oh she wants him to feel like she could leave him at any time i don't like that yeah i'm like that's toxic sis yeah (laughs) normal yeah no i didn't like that at all because she was saying like oh i don't want to hear that like you're so appreciative of me when you know you see other people like other things like hit the fence you know like I want that to be something you feel like every day or as you walk through the door. And I'm like, I understand the context of like being appreciated at all times or like at different times, like there were different scenarios, not just like one particular scenario. Um, But the idea of like, I want you to be afraid to lose me every time Mm -hmm. is a bit excessive. Yeah, 100% excessive. I didn't agree with any of that. And then it kind of just, you know, with the whole comment about the pod chick situation, kind of backfires even further. And she starts kind of saying, like, you don't do things for me. You said you would do things for me. You don't cook. You don't do all this stuff. He's like, okay, but you're home more than I am. Mm -hmm. And he says, like, I wake up before you. I come home after you. When I am home, though, I try to do things. Um like cleaning or whatever. And I think like maybe the thing, I think the biggest thing that she wants is she wants him to cook for her mm-hmm. from what I'm gathering here. So you, when you're home, you can also cook for her mm-hmm. on top of the cleaning. I'm just saying, multitasking. Yeah. yeah. But it just becomes this argument about that. And he kind of walks off and he's like crying. But she's in the kitchen still, and she's like, 
I'm fine with myself. And I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I don't think I need to change. And I'm like, yeah. mm, there's always room for growth. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you don't need to change. Yeah. And um, just go into the bathroom. I think it was like in the closet or something in the bathroom. And she goes in and she's like, why are you crying? And he counts as like, I don't feel like I'm good enough. And he's kind of like saying those things. Like clearly some of the traumas of his life is coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just want to be left alone. So she does eventually leave him alone. And we don't see much of more after that. But again, don't have conversations with your drink. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to go very far. But yeah. Um, so Lydia and Milton, they're talking about what happened. And he does say, you know, perception. He brings the whole perception thing back up again. And says, like, don't give him the time of day and stop reacting to him. Um, and um, how she leads with her emotions, you're kind of seeing him bringing this up. And she says, um, I came to this experience because I wanted to find my husband, and I did. I don't know if that's why you came to this experience, but yeah, whatever. Whatever you say. Izzy and Stacy were now the next day and they're talking. And she says that she feels unappreciated. And, or no, he feels like he is unappreciated. And mm-hmm. she just wants to, um, the things that she does for him, she just wants it reciprocated. That's her biggest thing here. And he feels like, um, what he is doing is going unrecognized. And she says that she is appreciative of what he does. Um, then they break, they make up, you know, that's it. That's basically the gist of it. Then um, he got her a gift and he got her a coupon um, for him to cook her dinner. And he also, which I thought was actually kind of sweet and got me a little bit emotional, but he buys her a plunger but on the plunger it had a little note that kind of said you know you might encounter some shit or something and here's the plunger to release the shit i thought it was cute but anyway that's kind of i uh, mean i I get where it's coming from mm, yeah no but no to the plunger (laughs) (laughs) i'm like okay i mean you know what i thought I thought that plunger was given on their wedding day. Like, you know, the gifts they give before they like say I do. Mm-hmm. I So I thought that's when he gave it. I was like, oh, like, that's absurd. But no. giving it randomly, like, yeah, it's like a small, it's a small token of like, just like inside it's joke cute. and understanding. And yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. So then Izzy's mom, I think her name is Raina, right? Raina. Yeah. She's here and she's meeting Stacy and she just kind of just say that I'm going to run through this very quick and just kind of says like, I just want to be sure that you're the right person for him, blah, blah, blah. And all goes well. She seems mm-hmm. to really like Stacy. Um, the one thing though, and again, it's just because I'm brought it very differently. When you're meeting someone's parent, please wear something that covers you completely. I didn't like what she was wearing. I wish she kept that wrap on. But that's just me, because again, I'm raised very differently. If I, if I, if my brother were to come with a with a girl who dressed like that, my mom would be like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" Like that's just how we're raised. Please dress yourself fully. Don't wear her fucking crop top. But anyways, nonetheless, it went well. So anyway, so Lydia. It's meeting Melton's family. Again, and we're going to go through this pretty quickly because we kind of already talked about some of this. It doesn't seem to have gone very well, in my opinion, just because the sister throws words out like fake and scripted and stuff like that. So she doesn't think that Lydia is being authentic, I guess. And she also doesn't feel like Milton is truly ready to be married and is actually shocked by the fact that this is even happening because yeah. never once have you actually said you wanted to be married now mm-hmm. so where is this coming from mm-hmm. um 
But other than that, like, again, it just didn't seem to go very well. I think they like Lydia as a person, but I'm not sure if they like them together. And his family seemed lovely. Yeah. Despite the fact that he was kind of like, oh, they're kind of controlling and particular and stuff like that. I'm like, they seem like lovely people. Yeah. So I was confused by that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's kind of it for episode eight. So quickly, we'll just go into episode nine because there's not much here to talk about literally half a page. <laughs> so, um, so we clearly have no content for this episode when you see them getting their fucking marriage licenses. I don't oh, yeah. care. I don't care. I need zero marriage license yeah. stuff. Like, gives a shit. And um, then we go dress shopping, tuck shopping. Cool. Moving on. I don't care because there was no drama there whatsoever. Yeah. So Izzy and Stacy, they go on like a plane. I want like after the after this. So they're that's kind of cool. That was a cool idea. And then they also have dinner like in the hang room. So that's kind of cool too. There's one and, thing that he Izzy said where I was actually surprised. Like the extent say? of Stacy's um lifestyle. Is mm-hmm. that she likes to go on private jets. And that's how you know these two are never going to work. When he said private jets, I was like, not even first class. Private jets? Homegirl, where are you? What do you do? What does her where dad do? Where are you do? going? What does yes. her dad do? Yes. yes. Yeah. What does her dad do? And where is she going in these private jets? Like, you can't just fly with the rest of us? Right. We're not good enough for you. Oh, okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> So then we see Milton and his sister are meeting up. Mm-hmm. And he, she says that people think that this is fake. Again, throwing out the fake mm-hmm. um, with this, which is, again, interesting. And she just wants to know if they have um, had those conversations like they mentioned earlier. Um, again, I'm not going to go too much into it. But again, as mentioned, no. The answer is no, they haven't. Um. So then we're with Izzy and Stacy. This is this is interesting. She's quiet as fuck, and we see them like packing because the day before the wedding, she's not saying anything. Even though he's like communicating with her, she's not really re- receptive. And this is where we find out that he just told her the man has no credit. And he does say, I've paid off my debt. I just don't have good credit. Yeah. But she's like, we've talked about finances. We've talked about these things. She said there was an instance where they went to a gas station and she said, do you have a credit card? And he told her no. And she asked him why. And he didn't tell her. So she's like, I feel like I was being lied to. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Yeah. You need to be open with your finances. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just know the bad and everything. Just tell me. It's not if, if I leave you because of it, then I'm yeah. a shitty person. And like for, yeah, sorry, continue. No, I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was just gonna say, like, for Izzy to say that, like, oh, there wasn't necessarily like all those times it was mentioned, it was men- mentioned in passing, and he knew it was gonna be a long conversation. So he was kind of like waiting for a moment for them to like sit down and like actually dig through this rather than like at a gas station has her driving because he like knew the extent of the conversation. But I swear in the very uh, like first episode of them being back home, uh, they were just one on one in Stacy's house and one on and talking finances. Yeah, like that's like the the proof on, on camera. Like mm-hmm. who knows what they're saying off of camera as mm-hmm. well. So like for you to be like, oh, there wasn't really an opportunity. I'm like, okay, buddy, that You've was one four weeks. You've had four yeah. weeks. Yeah. And you're just now telling her. No, I think he just wanted to like be like, okay, now all the time, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And it just yeah. kept getting like pushed. And now tomorrow is the wedding. So you basically have to say it now, you know? I found it. Okay, again, he wants to throw words out like sketchy about Johnny. This mm-hmm. was sketchy. Mm-hmm. This was sketchy. Like, yeah. why didn't you tell her? Yeah. Because I think he felt like she's not going to accept me if I tell her this. 
Uh-huh. So then isn't that not like financial catfishing in a sense? Uh-huh. In a sense it is because yeah. you're lying to me and know that I might not stay with you because of it. Like, yeah. that's kind of bullshit. But anyway, Milton and Lydia, they're on a date, a cool date for them. And kind of like the, there's rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where he kind of, again, we've talked about this a little bit, but this is where he says to her, like, you're too emotional in your reactions. I wish you'd be more like me. And, um, and she says, but this is who I am. My emotions have brought me to the place that I am at today. I'm not sorry about it. Um, kind of take it or leave it kind of situation. And you kind of end off in this conversation thinking, you guys are not going to work. I mean, I always thought that. I never thought these two would work, but mm-hmm. you can't change her because you're uncomfortable. If yeah. you're uncomfortable, then don't be with her. You're... Yeah, and I, I don't know. And she like at one point gets up and walks away, but then comes back and she's like, "I'm not going to apologize for confronting him about things. He's lying about me. No, he isn't. But he's lying about me, and I'm gonna confront him. He's telling me I'm a stalker. I'm gonna confront him." And he, I mean, I do understand that, especially if like in a world where he is not a stalker, if someone's calling me a stalker, I'm gonna confront it. I'm not going to just let him say those things about me because that's that there's a fine line between talking shit and defamatory. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to confront it. So I, I didn't agree with Milton in this. Um, and he, he just can't change her. But do you have any thoughts about their argument? I know we've talked about this kind of already anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it was like, I mean, I think this is just where it was shown like their differences will not be resolved anytime soon. And it doesn't even seem like it's going to be resolved ever if this is a concern. And like one of the things that like really caught my attention was just like Milton being like, oh, like I'm so like not necessarily afraid, but like he's like, he has to like think twice or think like three times before he could like tell Lydia something. And then that's not something he's used to. Um, because he has to like gauge her reaction or like he has to say it in a different way. Um, and like that's him changing who he is. And I, I don't think he's down for that. Mm-hmm. And then Lydia, on the other hand, is like, I'm not going to change for anyone. This is what you're going to get. I'm not going to apologize for being emotional. And like, I understand that. It's just, it's just who you two are. And those things are not going to change. Like it's just so deeply like ingrained in both of them yeah 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 um and i don't even think they've resolved it like they they kind Mm, of just like they didn't no yeah and i think again i think milton comes from a family because he actually uses like we're not emotional so Mm. this is something he has to learn over time remember he comes from a military family there's no emotion and it's limited at least whereas lydia her mom is very emotional. Yeah. You tell her brother is somewhat emotional as well. This is who she is. You can't change her. And it's not going to change overnight. Not to mention, why should she? She's mm-hmm. just going to learn to resent you over time. Because you can't be her authentic self. Like, it's not going to work. Yeah. But anyway, that is the end of both these episodes, eight and nine. Um now we're headed to the weddings. So my my predictions again stand of no one's getting married. <laughs> the only one that I that I had, well, we all know how that turned out. And um so I think because we're kind of at the point of who's gonna say yes, who's gonna say no. I think Izzy's gonna say yes, Stacy's gonna say no. Mm-hmm. And I think Milton is going to say yes. No, actually, no. I think Milton's going to say no, and Lydia's going to say yes. Yeah. What do you think? I think I'm at this stage. I'm at the same theory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think for a while I did think Izzy and Stacey were going to get married, but now you like, did? for sure. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You I did. thought they were going to like chaotically work. Mm, I know, but um, mm-hmm. 
But no, yeah, I do think like, yeah, I do think Stacy is the one to say no. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in the 10th episode and you'll be with me, of course, right? Yes. Okay. I'm here until till the end now. Yes. <laughs> so if you like what you heard, please share Reality Tea Times 2 with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on that podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times Two. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times Two or Instagram and Threads at Reality Tea Times Two Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. If you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website there. You can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.